Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, doing an avocado thing. Ahoy! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> I'm not used to Robot Lady telling me about being recorded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting to hear your voice and I was like, hey, oh, oh, wait, it's Robot Lady first. Hold on. To, the, to, the, <laughs> to our leader first. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or else. Free time. It's something. I'm oh. going to start calling her Delph. Like the Oracle? Yeah. Like, it tells like you what's about to the happen. Oracle of Apollo? Yeah. All right. That's what. <laughs> Whatever. I just, that's where I go when you say that. That's the first thing my brain thinks of. That's what, I think Delphi. You know. Yeah, the Oracle of Delphi. You know. Yeah. I anyway. don't, I'm lost. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hi. Oh, I have been saying. I've been trying to say ahoy more uh, to people, and I think it's going really well. Do you? Are you have you bought a boat? Aaron, did Colin buy a boat? Are you are you are you answering telephones? Isn't that how they originally intended people to answer telephones? Oh, that's Ahoy. true. Yes. Hello. I know. Yes. Yeah. So Colin's either bought a boat or been reading the biography of Alexander Graham Bell. Uh which one is it? <laughs> well Colin's plan. Between those two options. No, no boat and no biography. Uh I have just ooh, <sighs> uh, you know, lame. No, I just, I've just i decided that that's, uh, that's my new thing. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to help us to say ahoy. Ahoy. It's like, it's like when you give yourself a nickname. People are like, yeah, I'm going to have people call me like, uh, you know, like Blazer or something. It's like, no, no, one, no one's going to call you that. Aaron's been no watching call you that. movies from the early 90s. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I get. AKA Dodgeball. Oh, um, yeah. It's like the anniversary of that movie like, or something, right? It's 20... Uh, Something like that. People will be like, "Oh yeah, people call me like Firestorm for some background." Like, no one, no one <laughs> no calls me that. that. Stop it. that. No, I just, you know, I was like, uh, I, I don't know. I, maybe it's just because I've been having to say hello to a lot more people now that I'm back in the office. That I'm just like, Ugh, oh, true. Just like, gotta jazz it up a little. Hashtag can't even. So I'm like, you know, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, jazz it up a little bit. Do something a little, you know, unexpected. And so yeah, I've been saying ahoy, and uh, I haven't. I, nobody's like said anything about it yet of course they could be really concerned about my mental state so maybe that's true <laughs> they just like nobody's like giving you the double take like what yeah what did you just say to me <laughs> exactly right so i'm uh you know i'm going with it until somebody does that <laughs> something so, all right oh. i mean I, I do appreciate you got to mix up a little bit right you gotta do your thing it's not quite as bad as giving yourself a nickname thing but uh you know <clears throat> You know, I figure gotta, people do that on like on emails. You know, I'm I, I kind of I don't know. I, I, I although you have your own signature. Is that what it people is? Say instead of like thanks or thank you, they'll say cheers. I don't know if you how many emails you get from those kind of people. Uh, I cheers. I get none of those. Oh. I don't work with any British people. I don't get cheers. <laughs> really big. It's really. It sounds big. like a very British thing to say. Well, to me. in, the, in, could be in wrong. academia and and the science world, many professors will end their um emails with cheer 
And so I don't think saying ahoy is quite at the level of cheers, but I've, I, I'm sure uh, that's where I'm kind of. A lot of my colleagues, hopefully, are listening to this. Uh, they're really bad at emailing, right? Like, <laughs> for, for, so in the teacher world, you get two kinds of emails, right? You get the one that's like really long and drawn out, but doesn't really tell you anything. And you're like, I don't, I don't why did you send me this? What is even happening right here? Or you get the one that you read it and you go, they asked for something, but I can't quite make out what it was. So like, there's either like the full body, like wonderful, like beautifully professional email, right? Like inter office memo. These people took, computer science class and typing right a long time ago <clears throat> and they still remember what that looks like yeah and then the other people send like three lines it's <laughs> like what what <laughs> i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> and they either have they either have no signature whatsoever because they're like i mean the email clearly says it's from me so whatever <clears throat> uh or the signature line has some sort of really bizarre quote attached to their name. Like the auto signature thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that a thing in other professions? Because in the teacher world, there's like, like one of the people I work with, every email he sends, it has that stupid quote. That's like, Oh, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree or whatever that one is, you know, uh, or something like really uplifting and inspirational. Like, stop, stop. Or every single job title you have at school, like every committee you're on under email, like, mm-hmm. stop. What are you doing? <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can just imagine in the world of conservation, how many like Henry David Thoreau quotes there are, or like Walden or. Well, that's uh, true. Know, it's just all Thoreau and John Muir. Yes. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. <laughs> and then, yeah, they've got to give my favorite is whenever they give their name, their title, the institution that they're with, their. Um, uh, like address, like where they're located, where their main office is. Then they'll give their work phone number with extension, their cell phone number for direct contact. Many times they'll have an alternate phone number plus a faxed one. And then my favorite is whenever they include their email address as part of their signature. Which I don't understand because you emailed me. <laughs> I mean, I did just get an email from you. So, so like... I maybe then, you don't have to tell me your email address. Maybe not. My other favorite is that whenever they, because that's auto, and yet they still will sign off above that because it's just habit. So, you know, it'll say, they'll be like, hey, thanks for the email or thanks for letting me know about this period, new line. And then they'll sign their first name. And then below that is their full signature. And it's like, oh, yes. You did the auto one anyway, and you still felt the need to sign it. So now it's like double signed. Why did you have the auto one in there? (laughs) But I get it because I'll send an email and I'll be like, oh, this feels too formal to leave in, or this feels not formal enough to leave in the auto one that I have. Um, So I'll delete the auto one and then just like, just put my first name. Uh, Other times I'll leave the auto one in there if it's for a separate kind of email or whatever. But those ridiculous email etiquette crap, we've got to try and figure out. That's true. It's very confusing. 
So anyway, it's tough. Sorry. Right, that. Uh, how's, uh, yeah, so you're, you're not in summer school, but you're not in school back yet. So like, what's, uh, what's the limbo time yielding you? Uh, yeah, it's sort of like this whole week has been like, Oh, what have I been doing? <laughs> Nothing re- really. It's been kind of like hanging out. Mm-hmm. Doing nothing. <laughs> it's, it's been interesting. So yeah, it's been a nice little break. It's like ah, I can turn my brain off a little bit and stop worrying about all this weird stuff, and then <laughs> deal with it later. So it's been pretty good. But yeah, summer school got over, and then we just kind of been to hanging out. <laughs> like nice. Yeah. <clears throat> Susan still had to go to work this week. She's taking off next week for a little bit. Just because she has like so much vacation days that sure. she's going to use them. So yeah. I don't really have anything to do either, but she's going to stay home, hang out. Ugh. And then try and decide if I want to go back and start my room early or just wait until August. I probably need to go up there and move my shelves around because they <clears throat> a little miffed at the janitorial staff because I drew them a map and told them where I wanted all my furniture and they put it, a lot of it in the wrong spot. So I'm like, <laughs> <sighs> and I'm missing a desk. Like, I don't know where my desk is. <laughs> so like, no, my student desk's not like my desk. Yeah, it's like me. gone. Stole your desk. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. I don't know where it is. So I have my name on it. My order number's on there. I don't know where it went. I have no idea. <laughs> <As I'll... laughs> Mysterious mysteries. I gotta find that thing. So that's pretty much it. I've just been kind of hanging out at home, watching the tour, watching Bike Crash show. Jeez, uh, <laughs> Louise is nuts. And then yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Have they caught that uh the uh, uh spectator yet? I don't Oh yeah. So I did. heard this morning that they did. Okay. They had a lot to talk about today cuz it was the time trial stage. So like nothing super exciting happened till the last like hour when all right. the like big dudes went. So they <laughs> So lots of time just like, "Oh yeah, hey, we found this lady." So, they did finally find her through tips. People, somebody, somebody was like, oh, hey, I know that person. <laughs> Get him. So, <clears throat> but yeah, it took a few days to track her down. Yeah. They're playing on filing lawsuit against her, and I don't know if she's going to face criminal charges or not. Like, she basically murdered Tony Martin. Oh. So, like... At least, at least his tour chances. <laughs> that dude, that dude cannot catch a break in the tour, like ever. Like he's always like, "Oh yeah, I'm getting ready. I'm gonna." Go. He's like a time trial monster, right? And he's like all this stuff. He's like, "Oh, I feel like crazy. It's gonna be my year. Boom, crash!" Right? Like <laughs> every single wow. time. <laughs> like so, he didn't really get to do much in the time trial today. Like he wasn't he was just kind of like okay, right? Like so. And yeah, I, feel, I I blame myself slightly. Here I was lauding Yumbo Visma team 
and then like they got taken out by a sign. sign. <laughs> yeah, man, they're really uh, that was yeah. I mean, but but ever since then too, it's just been it's been a mess. Ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's very. I don't know. I have two minds with a lot of this stuff because they get they get all like upset. They're like, oh, well, they made us go on this road. Like, yeah, the road does kind of stink. But also, you are a professional bike rider, <laughs> right? So, like, I understand there's, there needs to be a balance. We need to take, there does need to be more done for, like, rider safety, mm-hmm. right? Like, they do a lot of that stuff. Like, they take out the roundabouts. They do some stuff, right? Sometimes, why did you put so many turns on this sprint finish? I don't know. Uh, I understand that. Some of those complaints are weird, but at the end of the day, you're also a professional cyclist who should be able to ride on the road. Yeah. Well, I right? think, yeah, and they have a, um, a, what, an organization, right? So actually, all of them, all the professionals, a percentage of their pay goes to their, um, to the organization that's supposed to lobby and do all this stuff for them. And they're like, yeah, apparently they're not doing their jobs. Like they don't do (laughs) anything. And so I'm like, I would be more mad at them (laughs) for not. Yeah. I'd be mad at them too. Like, again, I'm of two minds because I also don't want to see people crashing. Right. I don't want to see that. That's not good. I don't want people to crash. I don't want people to get hurt. I don't want the tour dynamic to change because there was a monster crash and like the GC favorites are all injured now. Like Primoz Rodlidge, his whole entire left side is like destroyed. All right. Good. Garrett Thomas dislocated his shoulder in a fall randomly. Right. He just like fell down. So like, <clears throat> you know, all these dudes just like getting hurt. And I understand like, it's also hard to know because like the first week of the tour is also always crashy. Because it's such high profile, everyone's so like twitchy and on edge all the time. Hmm. Did it sort of always like that in the first week? So I don't know how much this is different. Well, I think than, it's just a, a little more extensive, and I, I think they put twitchy riders on some roads that didn't need that's to, true to be there. Right? There were some. So I would agree. Some of those roads do, they did these weird, they would like, they were wide and then they would like bottleneck down to like a weird country road for a while and they would get wide again mm-hmm. and then slam down real thin. That's not helpful, right? That's not helping the situation any, but I can't help but feel like because Thomas crashed because Rodlich crashed. Now we're angry, Right. Now we're mad because like, (laughs) because usually in the first week, like the dudes that fall are on like the B level teams. Mm -hmm. They're on like the EF education team. Right. No offense. Rigoberto. Love you. Great. But like those, there's like the second tier teams, right? Those those are the ones that fall off in the first week, you know? Uh, And when it's like two of the biggest, most, teams have major crashes yeah now we're upset yeah i think i think that's right totally, now we're mad totally what happened <laughs> is that usually these teams 
Um, one, I think, I think usually those that level of team is um, more uh, strategic about their placement in the field around those <laughs> obstacles. Like, I feel like they've done better scouting. Before. That's true. And, and, and we're we're completely disregarding Sign Lady because yeah. that is like an outside event. Completely disregarding right? that. Yes. That'd be like a couple of years ago arguing like, well, they shouldn't have been there when that dude like threw all the thumbtacks in the middle of the road. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. That was, was crazy. Was, was that was was that who was oh wait, that was directed That was a long time ago. Yeah. I feel like that was like two thousand eleven or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what the motivations for that were. But anyway, but like for the road stuff, I remember many people being like, hey, uh, these people need to pull out and get way ahead of everybody so that they don't, they're not at this spot, spot in the road or the spot in this course when there's 50 other guys around them because that's when accidents happen. It doesn't seem like anybody's trying to do that. I don't know. I, well, yeah. I, I don't know. So, it was just weird. That's why I'm of two minds, right? Because like on the one hand, the first week is just always crashy, like mm-hmm. all the time. Like, and these roads aren't, I mean, also like the roads like that they ride on that they ride on this week. Normally, because they ride on roads like that all over France, but it's not the first week. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they ride on those roads like the second week. They go through those little tiny real villages in like the second, third week of the tour, and so everybody's kind of settled in in the game. <clears throat> not day one, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, no, it it really is something so. to not to not discount that that really really is a major component of the race and that just i think a lot of things lined up this year and it did you know with the sign lady that definitely put jitters in with everybody and really yeah everything as well so yeah because now we're even more antsy because a crazy person hit tony martin with a sign (laughs) yeah and that that wasn't a function of like because that team was they were right at the front they were right there on the front right hand side in theoretically one of the safest locations mm-hmm. on the road, right? And then that lady stuck her big sign out in the middle of the road and clotheslined Tony Martin and just took him out. <laughs> that poor yeah. guy. Man. So that's it, you know, like part of part of being a road cyclist is riding on the road and all the you know all that it entails with how like not even it is and, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I was searching for a word there. My went blank slightly. Um, <clears throat> so on the one hand, you are a road cyclist, but on the other hand, I think the road choice is important because you don't want them to drive around like nasty, janky pothole roads either. <laughs> Cause that's not good unless it's a cobblestone stage. And then you say, everybody, we're riding on the cobblestones. There's going to be cobblestones, and then like you just know, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but so, then it becomes like one of the then it becomes a spring classic, and that's that's different. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> Perry Roubaix all of a sudden on just stage five. But like, uh, fun. It'd be fun to watch. I don't know if it'd be fun to ride on. No, anyway. <laughs> I always like the after, like the like the before and after uh, shots of the riders of like what they look like oh. and the, oh yeah after the status of their hands and their face <laughs> and you're just like oh my like God, muddy <laughs> like oh my horrid God. horrid. In case you're wondering, uh, you're uh, you're close. The thumbtack was from 2012, 
right oh, as they were okay. right as they were climbing the summit of the Pyrenean climb, and uh, it was when uh, Bradley Wiggins was in the front, and they think it was to uh, sabotage him and other cyclists oh. there. So. Oh. 30, Thirty cyclists. I remember Team BMC had lots of thumbtacks in their wheels. I seem to recall that. So that was <laughs> yes. They are that's the only people I see on the side of the road right now. <laughs> the pictures this is all lots like, of TJ and Cadell Evans, right? And yeah. it was like wow, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, <clears throat> that was a weird one. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So the sign lady, maybe hopefully it wasn't malicious intent, just being dumb, just and sticking a four foot cardboard sign that said. Let's go, Grandma, Grandpa, out in front of Tony Martin. Why you do that? <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> yeah, wrong <So>. time. <laughs> wrong time. But it has been interesting because now, like, it's very like, oh, okay. Well, now, like, in the day, what five? And all of a sudden, you're like, oh man, who is gonna? Because the dude's got it now, but whatever his name is, I can't remember. He's not gonna keep it. Right. And so what happens now? <laughs> Can Team Yumbo Fisma recover? Is after the time trial today, uh, Pogacha, holy cow, that dude got flat ride time trials. It's yeah. ironic because I saw a video today online somewhere like, uh, do time trials still help win the Tour de France? Like, uh, Last year, Pogaccio literally won the last day in the time trial. Yeah. And exactly. this year, it's going to play a huge role in the Yellow Jersey. Get out of here with your clickbait title, you stupid video. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Because they are boring to watch, and they're not super interesting. But if the goal is to find the best all-around bike rider, I feel like you have to have a time trial, right? It's like kind of it important. It's, it's part of that. It is part of that. But yeah, I mean, Pokachar, I mean, he's looking really good uh, with, with with stage five today. But he's still... Yeah, it's crazy how, how rapidly the field changed uh, just recently, even. So, hey. Yeah. Well, yesterday and today, it flipped pretty hard. So... Mm-hmm. But yeah, Van, yeah Vander, Vanderpool's yeah. In, in yellow, but... Vanderpool's thing. Yeah. yeah. He's, in, he's in yellow He's not currently. keeping that, though. He's not keeping that. There's no way. No, but maybe the the Manx missile will come and uh, put in a few more good. Get shots. out of here! Stop it! <clears throat> I hate that guy. So am mad. Yesterday, I just knew it. I knew from the moment the TV came on, and all they talked about for four hours was how much they love Mark Cavendish. I was like, he's going to win today, and I'm just going to be pissed all day. And guess what? I was all day long. <laughs> 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 uh. He's back! Hooray. 31st so Tour de France stage after three years Yay. of absence. What's going to happen is he's going to get 35, and then he's, his name is going to be at the front of that graphic for all eternity, mm-hmm. and my life will be ruined forever. Look at his stupid, smug, f- little British face. And he's like, <laughs> such a jerk. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just be real, though. Like, You have to be honest. And just realized like, the fact that he was literally called on like a so last minute to the tour and he shows up and is able to do that. Like that is that's fair, like, I guess. Quite but still his 
attitude and personality aside, just like he he hasn't been on a ra- been as a tour in three years, and not that he's been sitting on the side. We've talked about. This well, no, he's just been he hasn't been selected for the yeah, team. Has been selected, and they the, he's still been the, racing it. So the guy who was supposed to have this spot couldn't make it. Uh, they were uh, no, that's not exactly what happened. Have you heard about that story? Uh, no. Basically, him and De Koenig Quickstep are on the outs. And they're like, fine, we're not picking you to go. Oh. He's the guy that won the green last year. Yes. He's like really good. And they're basically like, nah, screw you. We're not picking you for the team. <laughs> yeah. So there's some sort of internal drama on that team right now. Well, so. but that's that's hard when when these people's contract come up and like it's kind of that time of the season where this is going to make or break some of them. And yeah, if you get if you, I can see how if you let it get out that you're not planning on re re upping before you get into the tour, it's like, why are you even here, right? Like, I mean, what, yeah, that's true. What like, well, we're not going to bring you. Take that. We're not going to increase your value for some other team. Exactly. Right? It's the other. Right. It's not going to. Don't want to help your. Yeah. Laws here. Well, and that's that kind of talk is the what they brought up. What TJ Van Garderen was talking about, not TJ. I always keep calling it, Christian Vandeveld, the commentary guy. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> they're talking about the cycling union, like we were talking about a minute ago. Yeah. And he was like, uh, one of the reasons why they won't do that is because all the teams like don't want to talk to each other <laughs> no. <laughs> because it's so competitive. <laughs> and so they don't really, they don't really work together very well. And the fact that the teams like come and go all the time, sponsorships change. The teams are always different. You know, it makes it really hard to have like a union that'd be like, like Hey, let's keep the riders safe and do this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, it's interesting. On that side note, I saw for the first time ever a commercial for Alpacin, and I know what it is now. <laughs> what? During the, it's a hair care stuff. Like, like shampoo or something? I was unaware of that. It's like shampoo. I think it's like one of their deals that have like caffeine in the shampoo or something. I don't really know. But like, I was watching the tour and a commercial for Alpacin came on. I was like, I've seen this name on this jersey for, I can't even tell you how many years now. And this is the first time I actually am figuring out what on earth the product is. <laughs> it's European, obviously. It's like German or something, I think. But like, it was, I was like, this is the epiphany moment this week. I was like, whoa, it's an actual thing that does stuff. Look at there. Well, I'll be. I should go and see if they have it in our European market that we have here in town. You should oh. report back. Can you find what? How many products can you find that are on T-shirts on the Tour de France in your European market? <laughs> oh my gosh, that would actually be because all, all most of the teams are based in Europe, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So like a lot of them are, you know quick step flooring and all that stuff that I'm like, what? I don't know. <laughs> but like, <clears throat> yes, it's very interesting. You should see on the side note, one more commercial note, and then we'll move on. Side talk side to note. Aaron okay. a little bit here. Uh, NBC sports, which the tour is broadcast on television. They have this really bad habit of like, I feel like they just pick a commercial and that's the one that they show all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, for the last several years, it has been Michelob, right? Mm-hmm. Hashtag not sponsored, by the way. Um, and they just play the same 
super annoying beer commercial mm-hmm. over and over and over. <laughs> and this year, the commercial they have picked is from Rockstar Energy Drink. Also not sponsored, yeah. by the way. Yeah. And it is the most annoying commercial I've ever seen. Mostly because of the line that they say in there. And it drives me crazy all the time. This is commercial is featuring the rapper known as I had to look this up uh, little baby. And I hope he didn't write this because rapper should know better. Hopefully somebody just gave him this line, <laughs> but it's about like, it's one of those commercials like, Oh, you, you know, you just got to work hard and not give up and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Cause energy drink. I don't know. <clears throat> but he says uh, something to the effect of like he wasn't born this way I have to grind to shine like a star on a hot night what? exactly that's what that's what I guess what is the temperature I don't know the star I don't understand. It's, the worst, it's literally the worst simile I've ever heard in my life. Oh. Right? And that's like the big line in the commercial oh. is that. And it plays on my television every <laughs> single commercial the salt break on my ears. during the tour. And at the beginning, if you don't know how bicycle racing is generally broadcast on television, listeners, the beginning, they front load all the commercials in the beginning. Yes. Because the last like little bit is the actually exciting bit, right? Or they have like long sections of like hill climbs and mountains where there's no commercials. None. And so they f- they move them around in weird spots. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll get these like at the kind of close to the beginning, you just get assaulted with commercials like every few minutes. And they do that pull out thing where it's like you can still see race, but there's a commercial playing, like a picture in picture type situation. Yeah. <laughs> but this commercial plays every single commercial break <laughs> it's so bad <clears throat> just because the simile doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah no that's really bad given the status of most modern rappers these days I'm going to guess that he, he thought that, that was like the best line I don't know I'm going to hope that he didn't write that I don't know I'm not familiar with the work of Lil Baby uh, at all so I cannot confirm nor deny uh, his prowess at rhyming and wordplay, but I hope that he didn't write that <laughs> because that's so bad. No, that is that is that is that is like man, yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> been driving me crazy every time it comes on it's like no so cringy don't look at it why it's awful i'm I'm sorry you've had to suffer through that yes it's all right it's it's, is it is it all right hurts me no it isn't it's not all right i don't even know what to try to say i don't understand what a hot night and a star have to do with each other the temperatures of either of those things have no effect on the other whatsoever no, do stars shine less when it's cold? I don't really understand what's happening. <laughs> oh yeah, ice and atmosphere. Oh no, wait a minute, I'm getting it. Yeah, serious clouds, bro. Like I don't understand. <laughs> God, 
I don't I don't know what that means. That's, a, that's the thing. It doesn't I don't, mean anything. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that means. Cause you you like it the metaphor the simile implies that the star has to work harder to shine when it's hot out. When the night is hot. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I don't. <laughs> no, the, st- the star is unaware of the temperature of surrounding celestial bodies. If that's gonna... true, because it's millions of miles away, <laughs> it's going to do what it's going to do because it's a star. It's not gonna... <laughs> and it doesn't. Yeah, like I don't... maybe. I don't... Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe you're the star. Maybe you're the star, Brandon. Well, maybe, maybe. I think that's what it is. S- maybe they're like, hey, temperature on Earth comes from the sun, which is a star. But it's closer, so it's shining the most. And even at night, you have to overcome that star to be seen. Because it's hot. I don't know. I lost it there. Oh, it, was going, it was going a while for a minute, and then it went <laughs> really deep. The focus on temperature here. Is really the problem. It's mostly <laughs> the confounding factor of what we're involved in. It's one of the largest. There are others, but it's the largest one. My yeah. opinion. Agreed. The the qualifier of hot night really doesn't. Because maybe, like, I could see if it's like at night, though. Like you, there's lots of stars, mm. and you got to work to shine the brightest. Eh, maybe. Maybe. But the hot night. The hate night. Not. Maybe that's what yeah. the work is. It's hot. It's hot because of their hard work. And the hotter you work, it's kind of like this positive feedback loop. Yeah. I think we're beating this t- pretty well. Um, Aaron. Aaron Savers, please help. How are you? <laughs> Honestly, I I have a attention, guys. I've dropped the ball in this one. I, I I tried watching the Tour de France. I just can't cannot get into it. Well, if you tried I today, said, I would not be mad at you for being like, what the I, heck? <laughs> I said I said it above Wild Wings the other day, like and they had it on and I was like, Oh boy, like, yeah, turn that up. And then they, they turned the volume up and I'm like, Oh god, no, please turn it down. And then I watched baseball for the next like two hours, but I, I just I, I have no fathomable interest in it. It's it to me it's not it's not exciting. Like I understand like like I can get how like people can get behind it. Like that's not the issue. Um, I, I just can't bring myself to to enjoy it on a you know level or anything like that. So that, that's fair. That, that's just that's just how my my brains work. I've just been. I, you guys started talking about that, and I immediately yeah, shut. Did you watch off, it yesterday? So. No, okay. I watched. I watched. Nothing. No, I mean, when did you try to watch it? Or was that like a long oh, time ago? That was like Monday. Oh, okay, Monday it was Monday. Yeah. All right. Well, I watched. I watched that. That's fair. Yeah, I can. There are large sections in the middle where you're like, "Yep, they're still writing." <laughs> so I understand that. And down a small hill. And yesterday, too. Yesterday was like a hundred. No. Today's Wednesday. Yeah, Monday was also pretty flat, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's when, no. Yes. Peter Crash Monday, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, because Cav won yesterday. Thing today. Yeah, Monday was relatively just flat. Mostly. There was a few small hills, but it was very flat. And so, like, a lot of times it's like, yep, they're riding on a straight, flat road. Weep. Not exciting. <laughs> this helicopter shot, oh, I get that. And we're going to pan Yeah, like the castle. end, the very end is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the real exciting ones are the mountainy ones, where they're like super giant mountains in the middle. Those are pretty fun. Coming soon, I think. But anyway, Aaron, what else have you been doing this week other than being bored by the Tour de France? Oh, uh, before we get there, Aaron, oh. house plant update. How many? Oh, are yes. Alive? I need to know this. Uh, they're they're doing they're doing fine. The he says the, the lilies perked up plant. a little bit. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, the lilies perked up. the the fern The fern's still crispy. Um, I don't know how to fix that. But every time I try to set it outside, it's always like, "Huh, wind," and then it just like blows everything that's over. True. And then I got one. I got one side that's flat. So, um, I mean, the wind, it, 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 it's fine. It's thriving. Right. Um, like I said, the the fern is is still crispy. Um, the lily, the lily's fine. Ferns um, can be tricky. My little my little bonsai is fine. My avocado is freaking amazing. Um, what? Yeah, I got a little avocado. What? I missed that. When did yeah. that? Happen? That's amazing. <laughs> oh, I talked about that. Like I was talking. I think it was like when I was rambling about plants one day, and I was like, "Yeah, I got a little avocado." Yeah, no, it's a uh, we bought a little um, avocado thing from like Reesers, and then uh, we were throwing it away, and I was like. I can grow that. Then Shelby's like, mm, "All right." So I stuck it in. I, well, what I did was I, I, um, I took the little avocado nut and I put it on top of a um, toothpick holder and filled it with water and just like set it on the windowsill for like a month to let it germinate. I yeah. kind of forgot about it, and then a little little uh, stem just went boop. A little root came out the bottom. And I was like, ah, so I, I didn't have anything that, um, like would, I didn't have anything that was like small enough to like hold it because everything else I had, it was like a cup and it was like awkwardly big. Yes. So I took one of my old teaching, um, little like, uh, beakers and just like kind of stuck it on there and like just filled the whole thing up with water. And yeah, let me get my set my laptop down. Let me take a picture of it. Um, <laughs> and so there's just been there's just been a little little root that's just growing out, and the little stem just off at the top. And so that's been my my little pride and joy. This is very exciting. Um, I like this. <laughs> um, come here. Yeah, no, it's just been just been doing. I've just been doing avocado things. I don't know what to do with it now. That's the problem. You're gonna have to transplant uh, it somewhere. Somewhere. You have to so. get some large. How big do they get? Well, I need to look that up. They get like a legit tree, don't they? Or they're a bush? Wait a minute. Did they? I can't remember. That's what I was gonna ask. Is it a tree or a bush? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they're a tree. Like a legit, like they get like, a tree, like a crab apple sized tree. Oh. Okay. Oh. Aaron, 
You know. I guess I'm going to get a horse. <laughs> yes, it's going to be. <laughs> But I think, I think you can, they'll grow inside for a long time. Um, you can just, yeah, I think you can uh, just get a big, like a, a huge pot for it and get it growing in there and it would be fine. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. That's, that's a um, game plan too, but I just sent you all pictures of it. Yeah, it's, it's going. The other plants, my little uh, bonsai trees are doing fine. Um, the other ones, I don't, I don't know what that is, um, but that's doing fine. It was just, the, it was just a peace little. Whoops. There's a lot of plants in this picture, by the way. This is terrifying number of plants. Yeah, so the the, the peace lily. Oh, there's a lot. The peace lily was the one that was struggling for a little bit. I don't know. There's like, oh, I can set that there. <laughs> okay. Um, gardening, discovering plants live Whoa. house right now <laughs> on air. Well, no. So the, the the fern is in one of the things that like you can hang from the ceiling. Yeah. But we have a thing that's already there on the ceiling, and so it's like we just kind of place it awkwardly in the house, and then like if you touch it, it just leaves. So yeah. I, I I literally just got it up up off the ground. Uh, I set it on my the handlebar of my exercise bike, so it's just now chilling uh, like a fern do. Wait, like they do. Fern, fern do not fern gully what a fern do <laughs> um and oh look at that it's right marvelous um but I, that's really aaron's been working i had some big plans for fourth of july but i'm on call for county so that's oh, no. kind of died um work i got all day training tomorrow morning uh 15 more days until Shelby is home. Uh, I'll look at my little calendar. Yeah. All right. Um, I had my state test. What is today? You had that uh, Monday. So tomorrow right? first. I did have that Monday, yes. So I, I have a calendar and I like fill it out a few days and then like I forget about it. I'm going to mark a little X. I, I don't know. And you feel I'm, I'm kind of at the. Yeah. I kind of, I'm kind of at the point where I'm just like, yeah, if I pass, I pass. If not, it's whatever. Um, it, it it was just so so many factors that I was like, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Um, hopefully, I'll get it. If not, it's whatever. So I'll I'll reschedule it and do what I can from there. But that was Monday. That took me about a good hour and a half two hours to do it was only like 90 questions was wasn't too bad um the essay essay probably took me the longest but i think it did fine on the essay and then yeah um it was kind of a weird one it was kind of yeah it's a question of like oh well uh talk about the factors of you know world war ii and what was the major cause of World War II in Europe and major cause of World War II in Asia. <laughs> and then it's like, and then it's like, name two consequences uh, from World War II. And I was like, uh, oh, that's, a, okay. that's a loaded question so, right there. Only two? Yeah, yeah, only two? I think, uh, so I, I, I did, I, I think I did pretty good um, on that part at least. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I felt like, 
I, I wouldn't be surprised because when I took the practice test, I was like, I am killing this. And then I got the little uh, little <laughs> results back. I'm like, oh, that is the opposite no. of doing it. So um, I, I, I think I did fine. Sure. Uh, like I said, if I pass. How I long so. do you have to wait for the results? Yeah. Did they tell you? I think, I think like a month. Yeah. Because they, they they take everything like in bulk, yeah, and like grade them all at once. So, I'll uh, yeah, give it give it a month, maybe a few, few weeks, and then I will finally finally know. But um, yeah, I don't. I, I got a little printout. I just go into like a little website and check and check off on it. And be like, oh hey, this is then they'll send little updates. You know, practically, and like, oh, hey, we're about ninety percent away of, uh, of, you know, uh, checking the test. So make sure you uh, keep your email open. Like, oh, thank you. I mean, something that determines that my future that I'm not going to check. Oh, no. uh, yeah, it's so, fine. No, don't worry. I'm just casually yeah, my email so. open all the time. Never close the browser. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's that. Um, like I said, I got training tomorrow. I got to drive up a husk gun like nine o'clock in the morning, Ooh. which from here is about like an hour. Yeah. So that'll, that that makes me happy. Um, but I'm, I'm at least relatively consistent every, every single day uh, with going to my little gym and like at, at least running two miles and then. Wow. Doing some doing some form of workout uh, afterwards of like some sort of weights or something. So that that's been my consistent thing because work, you know, work's True. always in New York. Um, that, that's <laughs> not a, going. Wait to shame your older brother. So, Thanks a lot for that, Aaron. Jeez, Elise, come on, what are you killing me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Um, but not really. But yeah, no, that, that's <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I'll go. It's also a little my little mental break from work. No, if, I, yeah. if I if I stay at home and I get a chance to, you know, to take a, an hour lunch, I'll go and run and do whatever for thirty minutes, and then I'll come back and get my mind reset. So it's it's a little little restart for the day. But then I it, I a lot more heavier set than I thought I was, and so I was like, oh my my legs, they're not a. They're not as uh, appreciating or accommodating as I once thought they were. So I have to readjust my whole, like, how I work out or how I view, um, you know, concepts of, like, stretching. So that that was a, a different kind of adjusting. But uh, I've been running almost every day for a month, except for, like, on Sundays. So that's been nice. Um, but, yeah, that's that's honestly... That's honestly been uh, my entire week in a nutshell. Honestly, I got I took Friday off or last Friday off, had Monday off, so that was kind of kind of nice little nice little getaway. Nice. So get a little four day weekend. So yeah, that's all I've been doing. That's right, pretty good. Yeah, that that is a good thing you brought up because a lot of people do use the workout for like it's not necessarily just for like body health, even though that is obviously a key important uh part of it but is that like mental kind of 
relaxing, kind of like reset your brain, do something different type thing, right? Like, so that is another good, important part to think about it, you know. So that's good. Good you've got that outlet. That's good stuff. Yeah, it kind of helps. So I know one of my friends, like, whenever, like, last year, when all the gyms closed down, like, you know, he was like, uh, holy cow, what do I do now? Because, like, he obviously can work out at his house and he's got stuff, but, like, that sort of ritual of, like, getting your things, going to the gym, doing the stuff, that was, like, kind of like his mental, like you were talking about, like, your mental, like, reset, kind of, like, recharge your mental things too because you're focusing on this one thing and it's sort of like ritualized in that way <clears throat> to kind of collect your mind and get it all together so that's cool yeah. Colin what have you been up to other than any more bats in the belfry no no they're all hey belfry belfry bat location or bat belfry bat free bat free, bat free location <laughs> although uh, across from us is a house that has uh, been vacant for the entire time that we've lived here. But yet, it's owned by um, the aunt of a guy who goes to our church, and every two weeks he comes by and uh, mows the lawn, um, and their mail, like, mail still gets delivered there. Somebody comes and picks that up, but nobody lives in this house at all. And, okay. uh, <laughs> and nobody goes into this house ever um and what i think happened is it's owned by the niece but her mom lived in there and then had to go to uh a senior living care facility but yeah that's just, my guess and they just haven't done anything with the house it's just sitting yeah. there and so i did have to inform him that i have seen a family of raccoons going in and out of the chimney recently <laughs> that <laughs> They should probably at least go inside. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. And make sure that they are not going all the way into the house. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Let's go start a little fire. Make sure it's be smoke out a little bit, you know. <laughs> and he was like, because at first, because I, I caught him when he was mowing, or uh, yeah, when he was mowing, and I was just like, uh, by the way, I've seen coons go down the chimney. I've seen all of them on the roof. And all he heard was, saw them on the roof. And it's like, oh, you saw them running across the roof. And I went, and going down your chimney. And he was like, okay. <laughs> he was like, I'll need to let them know about that. And I was like, yeah, that'd probably be great. Yeah, you probably need to go inside and check out the family of raccoons is just taking up residence in the living room. It's yeah. like hanging you out. Might not be living in the house, but something is. <laughs> something could be in there. It's probably. So that was. Oh no! I was yeah. I was like, I I don't want to be the one that walks in there. But um, he's gonna get you. He knows your job. He's gonna be like, hey, there's a conservation guy that works lives across the street. We're gonna be him. Right. I hear he wrangles yeah. bats, so we're gonna get yeah. him to go. wildlife area. Yeah, this well, all wildlife are welcome. <laughs> no, thank you. See so, yeah, how we have a family of raccoons. Uh, in the uh, in the chimney, and then we had—I don't know if you guys saw the uh, escape uh, escape uh, gentleman from the fairgrounds up here. Uh, did you see that at all? We mentioned that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. he was yes, he was on on the the lamb, and uh, it was so funny because as soon yeah. as people started getting out that he was 
he had uh, escapade, they were like, oh, uh, where's his mama and where did his baby mama live? Uh, and go just wait outside his house, their houses. And uh, sure enough, uh, he made it all the way to Ozark County. Uh, and Whoa. Was, yeah. Hey. Which is a ways. Which is a ways. Uh, and was, was found because uh, that's where his mom was. <laughs> I was like, aw. I guess that's kind of sweet. <laughs> well. Yeah. And, he's a guy. That make, make his- <laughs> yeah. And if, if you wanted to see some angry looking uh, officers, um, I can try and pull, find that photo and you can just, they're giving him the death stare as they're holding on to him. And I was like, <laughs> that would be very <laughs> awkward. Uh, which is why I mean, yeah, obviously. Uh, we have not seen any more um, uh, uh, work crews from <laughs> the penitentiary out on Weird. the Weird. They just really? They just stopped showing up. <laughs> Who? Who would have guessed that that would happen? So, unfortunately, that means the um, uh, threadbare uh, 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 crew, grounds crew that they keep on staff. You know, they they have a very very issue, like the two guys. Yeah. That like <laughs> they have been weed whacking like crazy this week <laughs> and trying to get caught up with everything because they don't have help from you know ten to fifteen guys and gals. True. <laughs> Maybe they need some sheep. Ah, uh, uh, ah, uh, uh, You know, I I think <laughs> I think they may be uh someone may persuade them away from doing that. Although it'd be kind of cool. It's fine. We do have a lot of areas where they just keep them. They keep them as a manicured lawn with for no reason. Yeah. Right? Cause nobody uses them for anything yeah. other than for a parking lot for two weeks during the fair. Otherwise, nothing. <clears throat> and so it would be a great place to put out keep cheap, I guess. But well, I've heard that people do this with goats. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because goats will eat like all the weeds and all the like they can eat like poison ivy and it's just like, ooh, that tastes nice. And so like there are people that will just like bring goats to places mm-hmm. and just sort of like stand around while the goats eat stuff and they're like, all right, back in the trailer, let's go and sort of like shepherd them back in and take them away. Like it's, <laughs> it's kind of like when they call in falconers to remove uh nuisance birds from around oh, yeah. uh, malls and other office buildings. <laughs> yeah. Just bring in the goat squad. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> eat all this stuff especially you would think like at the state fairgrounds surely there's someone nearby that has a couple goats well i think just, they like, would have some connections out. at least they would know how to pick up the phone and go hi yeah they know they know people who do have goats yes we have a massive place that's just for the it's just the goat barn where the goat barn <laughs> goat barn <laughs> So I would start by looking there, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Find out who goes and visits that place. Call them. <clears throat> Say, excuse me. Uh, do you have any other goats? Probably not your show goat. You probably don't want to bring your show goat out. Right. Uh, but Boy, do we have bring out their friends. Yeah. Come hang out. Do the thing. <clears throat> it's the second conversation about showing livestock I've had this week. We went oh. to... Shana had a performance of her musical that did Junie B. Jones at the college. Oh yeah. Or like their summer theater thing. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, the 
It was actually really good. I was like skeptical. I was like, oh, Judy B. Jones, whatever. No, it was good. It was funny. <laughs> uh, but we took one of our, uh, we went with my friend and her daughter and like their, her daughter's, their cousin, right? And their uh-huh. cousin apparently cattle shower. Like, I didn't know this. Like, my, <laughs> so she was like explaining to me the rules of cattle showing at dinner. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> All right. Nice. It's her aunt uh, and her, because her, it's her, I guess her brother. So my friend's brother's little kid, right? Daughter. And so they were telling me all about this. I was like, what? I had no idea. I was like giving her grief. It's like, you're holding out on me. Who knew? I didn't, you knew this much about livestock. What is going on here? (laughs) Apparently there's a lot more involved in it than I ever have imagined or would have thought possible um, just based off of yes. some, some people that I've talked to or, or I've just, you know, have watching uh, it's crazy involved. Yeah. It was, I was very, it's like, whoa, interesting. Like I didn't know these things. Like I didn't yeah. know what like they're looking for. They're looking at like the hips, obviously and like the back has to be a certain way. And apparently with cattle anyway, you are so you are required to brush the hair in certain areas in the opposite direction uh, for showing. So they can see, uh, and I think it's muscles. the highlight. Yes, so like the spine, like kind of in the middle of the back. Yeah, and then like the back legs. Huh. Uh, so that probably, I'm guessing she didn't say this, but I'm imagining it's because, like you said, you can that way you can see them walking better. Right. Uh, or you can see the spine as opposed to just if it's all the hairs brush one direction. Yeah. Cause the people, there you go. the people, uh, doing the judging, you know, they don't get up and I mean, I guess they do walk around them a little bit, but they don't spend a lot. It's crazy. We, I told you we went, we went to the youth cattle livestock show up at the fair here, right? I yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you talked about it. I You sent a picture to us. Oh, okay. That's all. I don't know. So, yeah, we were driving by and Noah was like, what are all those trucks over there for? And I was like, I don't know. Let's go find out. So we just pulled in and yeah. started walking around. Noah saw a truck and was like, let's go. I was like, <laughs> what he does. And I was like, they're showing cattle. And so we sat up in the uh, in the Coliseum on the fairgrounds and watched the youth cattle show. And it is uh, insane the amount of detail the judges are able to give about individual cattle after looking at them for 30 seconds, uh, <laughs> maybe a minute. And yeah, this whole thing is very foreign to me. Like, I don't really understand what's was, happening. <laughs> I didn't, I had no idea either. And so we sat up there and we're mostly just like, uh, talking to the kids, like, which one of the three do you like the most? And then, like, you know, kind of talk through that. And then over time, you're able to see, like, okay, he is looking for shoulders he's looking for where they're carrying weight he's looking for their gait he's looking for their stuff and he'd say weird stuff like i'd like to see him with bigger hooves and i was like they can't change that about this one you know that right like that's not <laughs> but what they're talking that's a weird about, sentence yeah I wonder what they're talking about is because like, <laughs> these are like to improve the genetics of their herd like or make it a better thing. Like this one's good. If you could keep everything the same like this, but breed one that has bigger feet, do that. You're like, Oh my gosh. Like 
like that was the kind of detail that this guy was giving for some of these. That's crazy. Of, of like, yeah, these are kind of immutable characteristics of this individual and cow. Uh, why are you asking it to make his feet bigger? And it's like, oh, because you're talking about like the next cow. This is just Ur cow. <laughs> starting. Yes. You're talking about cow two or three. I see. I see. <laughs> well, and, and livestock judging does make a lot more sense sense when you put it in that perspective like oh if you think about the future cows yes or future goats or pigs or whatever yeah that sentence does make more sense now like oh you want them to be better overall (laughs) okay i got it so yeah that's another weird thing about the judging is it's it's not necessarily just judging this cow it's judging the next cow yeah or the next pig whatever yeah no it's just totally cool totally cool and we got to walk around and see some of the uh all the different farms in the from around the state prepping their cattle for show and um how they had them situated and i was it was cool we didn't talk to anybody we just walked around and you know it was, it was at yeah. point i stepped back. yeah she was telling us about like oh you have to walk this way and then you have to like stop in a certain way like there's like a routine they're supposed to kind of follow yeah kind of like the dog show right you do the down and then you run and whatever but like you don't run with the cows probably but they're not they're not built for speed uh anymore yeah you don't really want cows running from what i understand um no. that's bad <laughs> they tend to avoid the running at all costs actually <laughs> yeah i don't think it's not good for them Stamp- well to run. you know the whole like stampede thing Just, well yeah that's true that's too bad connotations but yeah Bunch of cows are running. Where's me? I've seen Western movies. I know stampede cows are bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there's that documentary, uh, City Slickers, right? Yes. yes. That... Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I've seen that one. Exactly tells you why running is bad. Also, I played a video game one time where you had to herd cows. What? And so running was bad. Well, it was like it was a Western game, and many Western games at the beginning or somewhere. We'll have a section where you have to herd things. Okay. Oh, I hated that level in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, so in Red Dead Redemption, you do have to herd cows. Also, I believe in the video game Gun, there's also an extensive herding segment where you must yeah. herd cattle. I just remembered that. That's an old one. I haven't played that game in a long time. See, like I, PlayStation I, 2, maybe? <laughs> I thought you were talking about there was a like bespoke game that was just hurting, you know, like, uh, like I mean, truck, like there truck probably is, simulator. there is a game called farm simulator. So okay. yeah, <laughs> I bet there are hurting video games. Oh, I'm sure they're out there. I was just <laughs> in like the simulator questions. category. Yeah. Yeah. When you were like, Oh, I've played this. I was like, hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. No, there's a section in a couple of those games where I think in gun, you can herd them. It's like a way to make money. Right. You can like sign up. You can do like these herding missions and stuff. I don't maybe <laughs> remember exactly how that works, but yes, they, they you can herd things. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's really fine. Oh, um, we have an unanswered question on the table. Oh, and our listeners are probably mad at us. And so I think we need to 
spend a, a little bit of time this episode rectifying that question. Okay. Yes. Uh, what actually is your third favorite ice cream? (laughs) 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 Oh man. (laughs) You know what? You know what? You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, listeners. We have totally let you down. We left you hanging at the end of that episode there. And, uh, we made a joke about it. And like this morning I was thinking like, what actually is my third favorite ice cream? I don't know. Or when I, yeah. <laughs> and so I want to know. Okay. I think we need to answer this question. What is your third favorite ice cream? Okay. So this and is, this is, uh, this is tricky because it, it's loaded too, because like from where, or is this like of all the ice creams in general? Like if I went to Brahms or the store and bought it, like, yeah, yeah. When, or, how does this going work with like, just like, yeah. Individual bespoke ice cream flavors or like core, very common kind of <clears throat> traditional ice cream flavors. Yeah. I was going to leave out like super basically like all Ben and Jerry's probably out. <laughs> right. Because those are all like super hyper specific. You can only get those in one spot. Yeah. So I'm imagining the scenario you go out to eat and then there's some ice cream. Like, I, you know, you go to the booth, you go up to the thing, and there's just, they have the rows of ice cream in there. Yeah. What's your third favorite one? So yeah, you're so- at Brahms, you're at Baskin Robbins, you're somewhere like that. You're, you're just normal ice cream flavors. Mm-hmm. What's your yeah. third favorite one? And for this scenario, I'm basically thinking they they don't have the other one. Just they're fresh. Yeah, ones, they're right, out. Right? Yeah, they're out. They're out of your your first two choices. Yeah. So they're like, oh, hey. <clears throat> you know, you're, if you're me, you're like, oh, I want some mint chocolate chip. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. We're out of that. Like, oh, no. And then they're out of whatever I say second. What's third? Well, I think of it too. Like third is also that one that like you don't normally get, but you like it, but you just like the other one better. So sometimes you're just like, you know what? I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to switch up my order today. I'm going to go with this other one that I like. Yeah. You bring it, but I normally don't get it. I normally don't get it because I like this one the most. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. We know, we know that Aaron is going to be like, oh man, you know, I always get chocolate chip cookie dough. So like (laughs) this time I'm going to switch it up and get this other one. What's up? <laughs> yeah. So. So what's the third favorite? Um, I'm gonna go with strawberry. Oh. If I don't know. If that's okay. A I don't know if that's a classic one, but I think that's because they usually have that. Yeah, they usually have that because something like I, I'm I'm probably gonna go with a vanilla with something. Or a chocolate with something, um, and then strawberry. I think strawberry is really, especially, especially because it is like it's something that I do enjoy, I do like, but I'm I'm not very much, I'm not really in the mood for it because there's the other ones that are available. And but I do, I think there are times where I get it more on a string, especially like I really enjoy strawberry ice cream in the summer because it's really good. I really like strawberry. Ice cream. Okay. 
But um, yeah, I think I think if they didn't have a like I, honestly, my number one choice is going to be a vanilla, but that has four. Yeah. Uh, but it's wow. but also I like vanilla because you can do so much to it and add all the toppings you want and. That's true. Things don't get weird. You go for the Sunday approach. You're just like, but can I put all this stuff (laughs) in there? That's always, that's what I have in my mind of like, what am I adding to this to make it uh, more delicious? So yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm probably a vanilla and then a mint chocolate chip and then strawberry. That's what Hmm. I'm with. Okay. My favorite is strawberry. All right. Aaron, what do you think? What would your third favorite ice cream be? Well, I mean, you know, pretty much exactly what you said. Chocolate chip cookie dough, number one, right off the bat. Um, I have been let down uh, several times uh, emotionally by Brahms um, the past several times I've been there. I'm like, oh, you're too thick, you know? We're out oh, of it. I, oh, do you just hate me? Or Aaron, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't know this topic was going to hit so close to home today. I apologize. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't uh, know this is real life for you. Bringing all this up. So, so, so talk to Cookie Dough. And then, like, number two is definitely, um, it, it's either, like, cookies or cream. Hmm. Uh, but, like, some, sometimes the, the cookies taste differently in different ice creams. And, it's true. That's also another. That's also another thing. That's like, oh, it's not your round. Um, so that I, I, my third choice, honestly, would probably be vanilla, just like straight up. Um, also, depending on where I'm, where I'm at, if they have um, like sprinkles or chocolate, True. like yo, drizzle that on there. Um, that happens a lot. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, my my, I guess my. My third option, if nothing else is available, would just be straight up um, uh, vanilla. Is that that's just yeah. that's just the one that I would just go straight up to and, and not have to deal with it because it might because you know have to understand I'm already emotionally compromised. That's true. So let down. like why why would I want to do so yeah you know just go straight to straight to that one and then it was called good so you you can't be hurt anymore that's why <laughs> fine <laughs> vanilla so you can't be hurt anymore yeah <laughs> vanilla just boom the salve that heals all wounds yeah. vanilla ice cream vanilla <laughs> mm-hmm. no ice cream with sprinkles I mean especially if it's from Freddy's I mean yeah Cause like yeah, like Colin said, vanilla is like the canvas ice cream. Yeah, right. Could put anything on it. Cause other ones like strawberry ice cream, you can only put some things on that one. Chocolate ice cream, I think you put most things on it. But like vanilla, literally everything is fair game, <laughs> right? In the topping world, so you can go ham on the on the yeah, top. You're like, I'll get in the cup not, not instead. Ham. Do not put ham on vanilla ice cream. <clears throat> hey, try it. You do you, man. Do what you want. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, especially if you put it in the cup. That way you don't like make a mess with your sprinkles. <laughs> this cone and sprinkles. Not a good combo, right? Bad times. <laughs> and so for you, Brandon. This one is also, I, I, this is hard because like, all right, so my ice cream preference kind of is a problem in this area because I, am weird and i like stuff 
in my ice cream. Right? I like things in it. I like the little crunchy bits in there when it's like mint. Like I like mint chocolate chip ice cream because I like the crunchy chocolate pieces that are in there. Right? And so I don't generally want ice cream that doesn't have something already in it. And so this can be a problem because there's not always a lot of those anyway. There's sometimes like weird ones, but like readily available. I think uh, sometimes you just go with like the straight up. So again, mint chocolate chip, probably number one. Because I like that one a lot. Classic, classic one. Uh, Sometimes if I have it, they have like the, sometimes I'll have some sort of like chunky chocolate thing or whatever, where it's like chocolate ice cream with chocolate chunks in there. Yeah. Like that one. Um, I think third favorite one though. It's hard. Because. Like Aaron said, cookies and cream is a good one, but like not everywhere. You know, like sometimes it's good. And sometimes you're like, what is this? What cookies did you put in this to make this taste so bad? Why does this taste so sad? (laughs) Yeah. And the cookies get like mushy. Yeah. And I want mushiness. I want like crunchiness, you know? So I'm like, "Mm." no one wants mushy cookies in their ice cream. That's gross. So I think I am going to pull out an old time classic and I'm going to go Rocky Road. Ooh. Third favorite ice cream. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, Jack. Um, uh, <laughs> he gets vanilla all the time. Don't even like. <laughs> See, Rocky Road, it's one of those, it's too. I don't like ice creams that are too busy. Uh, I don't, yeah, I do. I'm not a fan of the, all the stuff in it. Like, it can have some things, but when it's like, yeah, I do like, we got nuts and caramel and crunch cluster and this, yeah, and budget. Yeah. and I really like crunchy things, uh, which is why sometimes I have a problem with ice cream. Like, I don't love it all the time. Yeah, because I really like things that crunch. I like foods that crunch a lot. Something very satisfying that to me. I don't know why. It's weird. <laughs> so, like, okay. I think I'm going to go with Rocky Road is Rocky the third one. Because they have the nuts in there, right? Yeah. The other problem with ice cream, so a lot of times ice cream has walnuts. I don't like walnuts. Oh. I learned this about myself. Walnuts, oh. gross. But the almonds, almond pieces, that's fine. Interesting. Interesting that there's... This, you're, you're not the first person who has said that they are a uh, not a walnut fan, but they love almonds. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't love them. But like in the ice cream world, right? Mm-hmm. I would much rather have an almond than a walnut. There's something about the taste of a walnut that I'm not a fan of. I guess I am not as a discerning of a uh, of a nut person, uh, because kind of unless I'm eating it by itself, taste the difference. <laughs> no, you definitely can, especially in like sweets like ice cream, and you can taste it really bad. When uh, Susan's mom puts them in chocolate chip cookies, yeah, and that might be just because in my mind a chocolate chip cookie tastes a very specific way, hmm. and when you put a walnut in there, yeah. what have you done? You've messed up everything. 
Everything is off now, and I don't like it. <laughs> There's something about the taste of a walnut that I'm just not into. And so, like every other nut, basically, that I've tried, again, have I tried all of the available? No, obviously not. <clears throat> all of the ones that I have tried. Beach nuts. <laughs> the table. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I could name every kind of Is. Right. Easy, Bubba. Um, we're gonna... <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, it's there's something about the the walnut that just doesn't mix well with me. I don't like the taste, and so yeah, I'm gonna go Rocky Road. I think. Hey, okay. boom. Fair. One, <laughs> also, that's a good song. Great song. <laughs> Well, that is well. We have solved people's problems, uh, I believe. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they were curious. They wanted to know what Aaron's third favorite ice cream was. Literally, and so literally getting bar- knocking down doors, and uh, we have uh, uh, prevented that for at least the time. Being. Okay, you guys can stop emailing us now. Okay, it's fine. We answered the question. It's okay. And uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll go from there. Hey. Yes. Very good. Well, love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.